Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Right. Yeah, we just got a gift. Oh my god. I'm, That's nice. I'm so excited. What's your name? From Kim. One of our one of our listeners sent us a gift. Kim. Kim Galbraith? Yeah. Um, from Northbone Essentials Body Scrubs. Thank you so much. Zodiac Body Scrubs. She sent us a little care package and a really <laughs> lovely note. Um it was filled with snacks for me, so I just um <laughs> I can't. I can't. She sent us these gorgeous zodiac scrubs there's one for me and one for scott that have all these essential oils and salt and they're meant to go with uh yeah your zodiac sign with this gorgeous little leather and stones on the outside north bone essentials i mean i take baths a couple times a week so i can't wait to scrub the shit out of myself (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah such a nice treat yeah thank you kim yes thank you kim I had such a frazzled morning, so I'm very grateful for these snacks. Mm, Good. (sighs) We just got back from our first sales meeting with a local (laughs) bookshop for trying to get the paperback version Mm -hmm. of the basics of astrology out there. So that was an interesting experience. Um, It was a little chaotic. Yeah, it was kind of chaotic in the store. I I'm just not good in those situations. I I'm just I was I'm shocked so, you were so quiet. Yeah, I'm just like I don't know what to say. I just feel so awkward. Oh. Even though like I I know this lady too. Like I've come in her shop so many times and and she uh is always really nice to my dog and Oh yeah, it's Maggie's favorite store. Yeah, she if we walk on the street, she always wants to walk into the shop because they always give her treats. Oh my god. So yeah, That's she so knows cute. the shop. She knows it. So, yeah, I should have said something to her about that. But, of course, I froze because I just yeah. totally panic in all these situations. And Well, I think it's also easier yeah. for me to sell. I think I did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, totally. It feels better if you're talking than me. I don't really want to talk unless they have, like, direct questions for me. Yeah, Scott only wants to talk about the astrology part. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, I mean, I'm very passionate about it and it's also easier to sell something that somebody else's cause it doesn't feel like part of yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're not as, it's not as personal. Yeah. But the shop, I mean, the shop was really busy. So, I mean, that was a good sign. I'm like, what the fuck is everyone doing on a Wednesday afternoon at this crystal store? <laughs> yeah. It's a popular spot. So hopefully soon either you can buy the basics of astrology, the book that goes along with the podcast and the forecast, if you go to the website, instead of a email newsletter, it's going to be kind of like a blog format as a page on the website. So you can revisit all the questions that Scott asks here. So if you go to our links, wherever they are, Instagram and all the stuff, if you go to the link in bio, you can sign up for the newsletter or you can just go to the website. We have all of our stuff there. Yes. So before we get into the week, I kind of wanted to share about 
I don't know. This weekend was just really intense. I feel like yeah. just the culmination of all of these pieces in my life and just constantly staying busy. Like mm-hmm. I just have a lot going on and kind of closing out a chapter with like my domestic partnership, like a bunch of stuff and came up for me with that, which mm-hmm. was just very sad. Like a lot of unresolved grief mm. and then just trying to, you know, I had a photo shoot for the strip club, which I was kind of, oh. ex- I was kind of excited about. What's that? Uh, they would just want to do promotions and stuff for the club. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we'll pay you to come. It's going to be really fun. Blah, blah, blah. I get there. It's the girls that work there organizing a photo shoot with their camera gear. And I'm sure they're talented or whatever, but they didn't hire somebody for this. Mm. That's a professional. I'm like, I have nicer lights and a nicer camera than all the stuff that was happening there. And I was like, I was annoyed at myself because I should ask if they want me to come in and do photos of these girls. Everything they post is honestly so hideous. Mm. They're just very, it's hood. The whole thing is just mm-hmm. not elevate an elevated experience. The Instagram is just ran by someone who's like 60 years old everything is ugly like they don't know how to use the app Mm -hmm. so i was like oh maybe i should come in and you know offer a package but i but i didn't this the club paid you to be there yeah as a model okay but i'm like i should have proposed a package to do this because now whatever they're doing i'm sure is better than what we have i'm sure Mm -hmm. this is what i do for other people but like now these other people are doing it at a level that is not what I could provide and I'm working here. Like I could have done something to, you know, progress my creative stuff and also help the place I work for. And so I was annoyed at myself a little bit and then also felt like kind of humiliated by just working somewhere. That's just, you know, part of me really loves being there because it's very flexible. There's just a lot of pluses about working there, but part of me just feels like I could work somewhere way nicer. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that I could, and I just haven't really put myself out there. And I drive kind of far, and it's just kind of a shithole. And I was yeah. just like, oh, it felt like this weird last straw where I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is not that anything is beneath me, but I'm like, I'm at a certain level where this is ridiculous. What is happening here today? Like maybe if it was 10 years ago, everyone has to start somewhere, but like, I'm in my mid thirties. This, w- the level of what is happening here is just so basic and like s- just barely starting. And I don't know, it just felt like a very weird space for me to be in. Hmm. And then I felt it was like a combination of feeling kind of bad about myself from not being where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And then just really realizing how hard it is to function when you're not in a partnership. Like I spent most of my adult years having a domestic partnership and just, doing the basics of cooking, cleaning. Like I'm going to all these like doctor's appointments cause I got insurance on my shoulder and the whole thing. And it's just like, it's so overwhelming. Like being single is really hard. Hmm. And then, you know, I have a new relationship, but that's not really where I want it to be either. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where it felt like more of a domestic partnership where we were like grocery shopping and like, making lists and doing all the household things together. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so nice. And now I don't know what's really happening. He's going through a hard time. So he's just not as available to like function for himself. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm seeing that for myself where it's just like, we have more separate time and separate lives right now. And yeah, just 
it really feels hard. Like cooking is something that brings me a lot of joy, but when you have to clean and do the grocery shopping all by yourself, it becomes less interesting because then my house looks like a nightmare. I don't even have enough energy to like do that. And that's something that I've done my whole life, especially, especially having a partnership for so long. It was just easy to maintain a household, mm-hmm. having, having support. I just never really realized how, how different it is to not have somebody to, to support you in those, those simple things that I think that most people, when they think about like a relationship, I'm not sure how much people are really thinking about those smaller, just like base level things mm-hmm. that are very like functional. Mm-hmm. Well, back to like the the club thing. I think that you know the reason why you're so upset there is because it's something that you do, like photography and video production and that sort of stuff, and the quality of everything that was being done there was not as good as what you're used to. And the thing is, is this is like your north node. You know, you need to take the lead in certain areas and you didn't take the lead in this. It's something you thought about, Mm -hmm. but you didn't do. And so someone else did it. And now you're left with whatever it is they've done. I mean, I have another example of this similar thing. My friend got a catering job and she's worked at like Michelin star rated restaurants, like the level of service and the level of food is like, you know the best Mm -hmm. she got a catering gig she's like in between things she doesn't even really want to be in the restaurant industry she ends up at this catering gig and it's like oh there's two of them the first one she's catering a wedding at some crazy famous person's house some like basketball star and his wife and she said like everyone started bringing out the salads when they were doing their speeches Mm. and instead of being like okay everyone let's go back to the kitchen as soon as everyone finishes the speeches we'll you know, plate everyone's food. They just kept, they, they didn't do anything. They totally interrupted the speeches and then they started putting salads in people's chairs. Oh my God. And she was like, she said she just ran away somewhere cause she was so embarrassed. She was just like, this can't be happening. Like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was like, they were like little mushrooms filled with, you know, crab meat or something. I don't know, little appetizers that you like offer people little past apps and she said there was like heat lamps and the whole thing she was just like everything was pre-done before we got there you could already tell the food was like not not looking as pretty as you would want it to Mm -hmm. and like the heat lamps were starting to shrivel the mushrooms and she was like the mushrooms were like as small as a dime they were like shriveling up and she was like this these tiny mushrooms were giving me a meltdown like I was so embarrassed to be like even near these mushrooms and she said one of like the people eating there was like, did the mushrooms come this small? (laughs) You know, just like being in a situation where, you know, you've put in your dues, you put in your dues and you would like to be involved with at a certain point in your life. You just feel like there's a certain expectation of what you want to be happening around you. And when you start to see that crumble, you're like looking at this tiny mushroom or in this like photo shoot with like, well, that's the thing. Some people, put themselves in positions that say I'm in an authority position here and someone else might say well I should be in that authority position but they haven't done anything to put themselves in that position and so they're 
Now all of a sudden they're criticizing the person who had the initiative to say, I'm going to start a catering company. I haven't, I haven't worked at a Michelin star restaurant, but you know, I know about food. I've eaten a lot of food, whatever. Who knows what the person, I imagine though that like, I mean, this is an expensive wedding. But not everyone even cares about Michelin stuff. Not everyone cares. They're just like, I want a fucking hamburger. I don't need a fancy thing. Just like, you know, have a casual whatever. I don't want to pay a million dollars for food. It's more about the fun, Mm -hmm. which for me is not the case. I get really critical about certain things. And the same thing for her. It's like, whatever. It's about, you know, value. We always talk about tourists and like what we value and what's important to us. Like, it's not important to everybody. Obviously, those other people are probably overjoyed and they're like this food is fucking amazing like that's not their hobby or their interest or their like passion so they're you know whatever is there is going to be great for them and you know same thing i'm sure all the other girls like i really tried to not let it affect me and just have a fun time they brought some clothes they brought food like it was very unorganized but i tried to make them feel good about it because i've been in their position Mm -hmm. you know starting out and not really knowing what's happening and trying to like make something happen for Mm -hmm. everyone like they wanted to make it nicer so i really tried to just like have fun and you know uplift everybody else and make it fun for everyone because i was kind of horrified and i was like and i'm sure all the other girls were like so excited to be there and i didn't want to be a downer i was just like annoyed at myself yeah for the situation I put you myself were in, the position, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that started out. That's just started like a fucking whirlwind of just feeling bad about myself. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck am I doing over here? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it was definitely a push to like. I have all these uh, intention setting sprays here that mm-hmm. I've been putting together, and you know, we went on that book. You know, trying to sell the book. I'm like, this is. We, we have something here together that I'm passionate about. So instead of having a panic, trying to redirect my energy and I feel like I don't have a lot of extra energy. So I feel like it kind of, I had like a, a complete breakdown on Sunday. If you're wondering why the podcast didn't go out on time, <laughs> I had fake eyelashes on, which I never have on for the photo shoot. I cried them off. I cried my eyelashes off. I like mm. could not pull it together. Sunday was just horrible. But then I woke up Monday and I was honestly scared to wake up. I was like, I can't, I can't live with this level of sadness. Hmm. It was, I mean, it was partly the photo shoot, but then the domestic partnership thing just sent me over the edge of just feeling like, how, how do I be happy? Mm -hmm. And then I woke up Monday and I felt surprisingly lighter. I like Mm -hmm. think I really like have been not distracting myself. There just happens to be so much going on. I haven't had a chance to feel anything. And I think Mm -hmm. grief just, if you don't make time for it, it's easy to shove under the rug, especially with just keeping busy with work, with passions, with whatever, just to like not deal with it. And a lot of the time I don't, I didn't have time to deal with it on the way to the photo shoot. Looking back, I called my best friend, Erica, and I was like, Hey, I'm going to this photo shoot right now. Can you please just like talk to me. I'm not feeling great. I'm getting really sad about like losing this partnership, even though it's been a long time. I'm just like not feeling good. And she was like, Oh, what happened? I'm like, I honestly can't talk about it. It's the same shit as I've been crying about for two years. Like, can you just tell me about your flower business and what's happening? I saw all these beautiful photos on Instagram of your new arrangements. And anyway, she's just a gorgeous florist that Mm -hmm. just is very artistic so she was like okay okay I'll just tell you about my stuff and she just was sharing 
I just wanted to be distracted because I was just already in the morning. I was having a meltdown before the day even started. Like nothing had even happened yet, but I was already like sad. Hmm. So, you know, I just wanted to share that like that shit just comes back up. It's crazy. I always think it's the last time I'm going to cry about it. And it's (laughs) clearly not. It was Mm -hmm. really intense. Like I felt like I was dying. It felt like the same intensity as, you know, months or a year ago. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely feeling lighter and more inspired after crying myself to sleep, you know? Well, you're still so close to your ex. Yeah. That can be really challenging. I mean, whenever I've broken up with someone, it's like, I don't really feel like myself for like a year. It takes me like a year to rediscover who I am. But that's with not seeing them for a year. You see your ex and his new partner, Mm -hmm. who's a friend, all the time. So I don't even, I can't even understand what that feels like. That doesn't. I'm going to go with not good. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I just, I don't know, you know, if that's good for you. It's so hard to say. I mean, I'm sure part of it is really not good for me, but also I have like a creative partnership with both of those people. So it's, I don't have anyone else that fills those specific roles in my life. And I'm just like, do I just lose these friendships completely? Or do I like preserve like the creative work relationships that we have? Because they're really important to me. Like I didn't move to LA to just cry over here by myself like i really yeah, but you have other opportunities working on other shoots that don't involve these people and that's what you should be pursuing more rather than you know it doesn't mean that you have to like break up with these people but i mean like you definitely should give yourself more space because you're in this loop mm-hmm. you're in this loop where it's like no everything i mean we've been having this conversation for a long time I mean, yeah. it's like everything's fine and you know i and then it's not fine. Yeah. And then you spiral out and you're asking me when you're ever going to stop crying, but you keep putting yourself in the same situation that creates the emotion. Mm -hmm. So, but you're afraid to get out of that situation because you're afraid what the alternative is because you don't really know, but you have other opportunities and but you need to all, be pursuing those opportunities more. But they're all by chance. It's, but they're not. I mean, they're I feel like because... it's all just like word of mouth. Like, I, like Yeah, I'm exactly. Not, none of these and things you, I've made happen. No, but you made them happen by being a person that people want to work with. And so they say, oh, you want to work this job. Now you want to work that job. And one job leads to the next job. That's how it works in L.A., You know, it's like, but few and far between are the interesting projects that you actually believe in. Most people are like, oh, great. I get to do this project about something that I really don't give a shit about. That's that's most of it. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's a business, you know, I mean, most of it, it's a job and well, everyone gets excited about like the Hollywood aspect of working on something important, but it's really like who really cares unless it's a project that you believe in where you're like, Oh, I want to share this project with the world. You're just only getting stress and anxiety. Yeah. You get a paycheck, but my stress level at the club is like nothing. Like all of these things come with like a a toll. 
whether it's like a mental health toll or a physical toll, like just working is fucking exhausting, dude. I just feel like everything like this weekend in my meltdown, I was just like, everything sucks. You don't have a work-life balance. That's the problem is that you are like always what's next? What's next? What's next? You're always constantly working, 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 working. Cause I have to make money to be able to eat and like pay my rent. Okay. It's not like there's like a, an, an alternative where I'm just like working to death, but I have so much money that I don't even really need to be doing it. Like I, I don't have any extra money. I'm over here scraping by working myself to death, but the other option is to work a little less, but I'm never going to get anywhere with any of these projects. I'm not going to get any further in production. I'm not going to get any further with this podcast. I'm not going to get any further in any of these things. If I don't just keep putting in the time, you have to just like be consistent and like keep showing up until something happens. And that is the part that's exhausting. It's like, Oh, everyone sees like the magical part of starting a business and like the continuously showing up is really, really hard. But you know, I feel like I always prioritize the podcast, but like this weekend I was like, I'm fucking falling apart. Like, I can't seem to catch a break. I'm tired. You know, it's just really. <sighs> Anyways, I just feel like it's been, it's just been a ramp up for the last maybe like a couple of weeks. And so I'm like hoping that there is kind of a calm after the storm, even though today was kind of chaotic with all our stuff. I kind of feel like maybe everything's coming together right now. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I have a different perspective because I'm just like, and this this is how I ended up being an astrologer in the first place was because I was always like, I want to do something that I love doing that helps other people and makes me money. Makes me more money than I can imagine. And if you do what you love, then you never work a day in your life. There is no work. I don't feel like I work. When I do a reading for somebody, when I'm meeting with one of my weekly clients, when I'm teaching a class, none of that feels like work. That's fun for me. But I don't have those things. Well, you have to find that thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I already know things that I love, but they're not making me money yet. It's just like you have to keep putting in the time. Okay. Well, all I can say is like my story. Like I figured out that I wanted to be astrolog- an astrologer. When I was 40 years old, 40 (sighs) years old, Okay. 40 years old, I was like, I'm going to be an astrologer. You know how fucking insane that sounded? (laughs) I think I said it last week. I had a friend on like an email chain. Like I sent like this announcement out to other people. You know, I, I didn't know what I was doing at the time because I was just so excited. I wanted to share my you know, my passion with everyone. And I sent an email. I don't even remember what the email was in regards to, but I just remember one of the guys, it was like a buddy from college was like, do we need to get you help? And you've lost your mind. You've, yeah, you've gone exactly. over the astrology. People already thought I was crazy because I've been trying to be a, a screenwriter for 20 years and was just waiting tables, you know. Uh, now I'm going to be an astrologer. It sounded crazy. But I was very tortured in my screenwriting experience. It was very painful. It was very difficult. There were moments of fun and joy. Uh, but for the most part, it felt exhausting to me. And so when I was in the fetal position 
on my bathroom floor. I was just like, anything. I didn't, anything. Show me anything that, that I love to do that helps people that makes me money. And, and then the astrology showed up and it was like, oh wow, this is the thing. This is it. Because I feel so passionate about this that I actually like going to work in waiting tables now because this waiting tables, I've hated it for 15 years or 17 years at that point. And now these last three years, I'm actually like enjoying it because I'm recognizing that this is supporting me so that I can spend, I I basically, I'm working 20 hours a week. It's paying all my bills and I'm spending every other waking moment of my time just looking at astrological charts and figuring this out and planning the steps that I need to take to get to this point where I can make a living doing this. And so that was six years ago. But, you know, you just have to continue to ask for what you want and be open to receiving it from the most unexpected places. Because if you would have told me when I was 30 years old, 20 years old, I mean, at 20 years old, you told me I was going to be an astrologer. I wouldn't even know what the fuck you were talking about. (laughs) At 30, if you told me that, I would have said, I want to kill myself. I I mean, that's not funny, but I, I feel that so much. It's just, I would feel so hopeless in that moment, you know? So, This is why it's good not to know what's going to happen in the future. Because if I was to tell you what's going to happen to you in the future, you you might not want to live any longer. But that would be the wrong choice because you wouldn't have the perspective of the person you are 10 years down the line. See, at 30 years old, I wouldn't have the perspective of what I was as a 40-year-old man. And so I needed that perspective in order to truly appreciate and say, you know what, this is better than anything I could have imagined. It's crazy to say it, but this is, I found my thing. And I'm so grateful. I would have never, ever ever even thought. If if you asked me a hundred different things of what I could be, astrology wouldn't have been on the list. And so you have to remain open to finding what you love. Is there any other like transits that we all go through at certain periods of our life? Like I know 28 to like 32 is the Saturn return where you're like, oh, that's kind of when you become an adult. But like, what about career wise or like passion Mm -hmm. career wise? Is there like another thing that happens maybe like closer to 40? Because I turned 36 this month. Yeah. And and I'm kind of feeling like something is happening, but it's not there yet. And I'm just like. This is when people are like having kids and getting married and I'm over here having a fucking spiral about this photo shoot and about the production and just about everything. So like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just about to happen. This is the like bathroom floor moment over here mm-hmm. and everything's about to come together. But it's just like, it's very uncomfortable in the moment of not knowing. I feel like there is possibilities. I think just the crying myself, that whole thing, I really think I cleansed something out and I'm feeling hopeful today and the, mm-hmm. you know, earlier in the week here. But yeah, there was like the dark night of this all happening this weekend for me. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say there's a couple things. So you asked about like generational 
you know, like there's the Saturn return and other sort of transits that happen at your age. Um, you know, I was going to say Neptune squaring Neptune, but that hasn't happened to you yet. Because um, that happens around age 40, right around that age, where you might feel like, where am I going? Or for me, it was like an awakening. It was like reimagining myself, but I had to like fully commit to this crazy idea. Hmm. That was like, no, I'm done writing. I'm just going to do the astrology thing. I was like, I don't know exactly how this is going to work out, but I know that I have something of value that I can share with other people if I just work, continue working on honing how to communicate this to other people then, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll just be a guy when I'm 80 years old. I'm, you know, people are giving me free food for telling them the planets and stars. I don't know, you know. Of course, I want to be rich beyond my imagination. But at the same time, I just also, uh, you know, have to recognize that I've learned something that I can share with other people that can help them. And whether they, whether it's a lot of people that realize it or just a few, it has value. And so there's also the Uranus opposite Uranus transit, which hasn't happened for you yet. So I'm like looking in your chart and I'm like, what is going on? Like, you know, is it this, there's nothing generational happening here, though. I can see other things. I can see why you had this experience or why you're having it. I think a lot of it for you right now is is Mars transiting through your 12th house, which is very challenging. So It's the god of war in your unconscious mind. Yeah, well, that seems about right. You fucking idiot, Ingrid. How did you let yourself get in this position? You're so ah. fucking stupid. You know, if you only made this choice and that choice instead of all these other choices, then you wouldn't be in this situation. You wouldn't be here working at this strip club with these girls that, you know, they're trying to take pictures that you know you could take better pictures, but instead you're subject to that. And now you're, you know, hanging out with your ex-boyfriend and his girlfriend. You know, how could you let this happen? You're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, yeah, all that. I mean, now it sounds kind of funny, you know, it's just absurd. Yeah, but that's what the voice is saying. Yeah. And, and you're listening to that voice and saying, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. You're so fucking dumb. You are dumb. You deserve <laughs> failure. You, de you don't deserve anything good in life. You're a horrible person. You're so dumb. But I hear you. It's okay. You feel bad about this. You feel bad, ab bad about that. I recognize. And just acknowledge it. I mean, definitely acknowledging it and like feeling all those feelings made way for the lightness. I'm not really sure if that would have happened if I wouldn't have actually like set aside time to like cry it out. Mm -hmm. Like it would have just been affecting me for like weeks until I had like an even bigger meltdown. Yeah. That's why you have to check in with yourself and 
your feelings. Should we get into this week? So we're looking at the week of August 22nd through to the 28th. So Monday, August 22nd, we're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the mutable earth sign symbolized what happened this is the sprayer that broke I just is it yeah I just squirted the shit out of myself oh my god okay good job Ingrid okay I'm having a meltdown over here it's so hot everyone it's like the hottest day in LA right now we have sprays these are my these are my testers over here, but one of them broke and it like squirted me straight in the eyeball because something happened to the. Anyways. Okay. All right. So we're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, and the mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin and ruled by Mercury, Virgo. The sun brings its light, life, and vitality to. The sign that represents organization, efficiency, the daily routine, your health, your diet, your job. The sun is here from August 22nd until September 22nd. This is every year. So it's super Virgo time, Ingrid. It's time to really take an analytical look at how you're living your life. We've been working on that for the last, or I've been working on that for the last couple of weeks. We've been kind of talking about setting a schedule and the planning that goes behind it and then revisiting the plan, revisiting the schedule and kind of really, you know, being critical of what's happening there and if it's getting the outcome you want and not being scared to just re redo it and redo it until it actually makes sense for how you do want to live your life. The trial and error situation, or trial and error, what am I saying? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. If you look at this image, you see that there is Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination, and the planetary ruler of Virgo is at 26 degrees in Virgo, 26 degrees ahead of the sun. This is why this planning has already come into fruition. So... You've had thoughts about it. You're, you're maybe implementing some things, but the sun is here now. It's here to give energy in these areas. What are you doing from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? And how is what you are doing creating a structure that is supporting you in your health and your job? Is your diet helping you with your health and your diet? Is your diet helping you with your diet? <laughs> it's your job. too hot. It's just too hot. It's hot in here. It's our hot in here. Our brains are melting. It's August in Los Angeles. Fuck. And I steered, still don't have an air conditioner in my apartment. Oh, man. So, or my house. Um, okay. So, so anyway, yeah. So I'm thinking that like... Yesterday, I before work, I stopped at Trader Joe's. I bought like a 
chicken and rice, like tiki masala frozen dinner. I bought chocolate covered almonds. I bought coconut water. I bought a coconut smoothie. I spent like $20 on all of these snacks and food. And then, cause I was on my way to work and I was just in a panic to get out of the house. I didn't want to be late. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even bring any fucking food. I'm going to be there for how long? So like I ended up stopping at Trader Joe's cause mm. I was like, well, I'm going to be there for an hour and I'm going to have a meltdown. And then my day is going to be ruined cause I have no snacks. So I stopped, I spent the 20 bucks. I told myself I was going to, you know, always bring lunch because it really helps my, you know, my day not suck. So I added that into my thing. I stopped, even though it was like not what I wanted to do, but it was what was on my list of things is to make sure I do that. And you know what? I got to work in the middle of work. I ate half of my food because I was like, I'm just getting irritable. Like the day it's been very, very slow. Whatever recession is happening, like (sighs) that's one of the other things that was like on my mind. It's just been really slow. So I was like, well, maybe I'm going to want to stay later because I'm it's probably going to be slow again. So, you know, midway through, I had like a meltdown, ate all my food, ate all my snacks. Like I ended up having a very long day, but because I planned by bringing my food and my nutrition stuff, I ended up having an all right day. But like if I wouldn't have implemented this thing that I know was going to make my life better, for sure, it would have really wrecked my mood and probably wrecked my money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, remembering all these things that we put on our list we have to we have to actually do them because they are going to help us. Like maybe it's inconvenient or it takes the extra time and effort, but in the long run, it pays off so much because I was able to stay and work the long shift and not feel horrible and still, mm-hmm. you know, be able to pay my bills without having like a terrible, a terrible day. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, it's important to to really make sure that you're giving yourself whatever it is you need to support you through the day. You know, this is the sign of service. And so if you want to be of service to other people and you are in the service industry. <laughs> Servicing all the laps. Yeah. You service the laps. It's the service of sex. But it is service. Yeah. And if you want to be of good service to those that you are serving then you gotta be in a good you, mood you need to take care of yourself first yeah it's true if my mood sucks there's no way yeah and also there's why am n- i gonna spend money on to pay you to be a bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> well maybe like some guys i think like that right yeah <laughs> yeah but i think i think i'm my best like bitch self when i'm actually filled up where i can be like playful and funny mm-hmm. and like you know it, it's a funny interaction when i can be a bitch instead of like actually just hating Something and being a bitch, that's not like a pretty side of myself that I don't think anyone's really attracted to (laughs) Hmm. because I can have like a full meltdown. But yeah, having enough energy to give other people like it's a very, it's a very giving job. You really have to show up. So if you're not feeling, you know, on top of your shit, you're not going to be making money. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this is Mercury is forming a trine with Pluto. Lord of the underworld, God of death, planet of transformation, Lord of the underworld, and guide of souls to the underworld, connecting to each other again. Yeah, that's like reminding yourself, stop doing things in that way that doesn't fucking work. Feed yourself, bring your snacks, bring your drinks, bring everything you need to have a good day. Whatever that is for you, like make sure you're doing those things because that old way sucks. You're going to be able to see it. Like just, I was halfway to work and thought, 
why am I not doing that thing? I have to go do it. I have to, I have to get it together. Yes. What would you like to transform about your daily routine, your health, your diet, your job, so that you can be in a greater position of power and authority and really be in charge of yourself <laughs> and what it is you're bringing to the table? So that's the frequency beginning Monday, August 22nd. As we move on to Tuesday, August 23rd, the moon, the planet of emotions, in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, which is ruled by the moon, the sign of snacks, <laughs> cancer. I mean, this... Because cancer rules the stomach. I mean, I feel like it's like, your the emotional reaction to doing things in the material world in a way that's fulfilling you bring the snacks you get the money and you're going to be emotionally fulfilled because you're doing all the things you said you were going to do you're surrounding your material your physical being with the things that are going to make you succeed and that's it gives you peace emotionally mm-hmm. it just feels so easy when you see it here i'm like oh yeah of course of course if you do the things you're going to feel better <laughs> yes And so this is in alignment with the North Node, the soul's purpose, in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. The other sign that represents food, Taurus. So it's about self-worth and your emotions. Are you satisfying your emotions by honoring your self-worth? Yes, yes, yes. That's what we want. So next time you have an idea, Ingrid, about I can make this better for the group, take the initiative. Yeah. Because if I'm looking at an Instagram account or whatever, the place that I work, and I'm like, this sucks, I can make it better, well, why don't you? Got to plan better to have more time to give other people so you can like do these things. You just do it. You just do it. Because, and if you want to put the work and the money into it, this is a better Instagram account. It's going to bring in more clientele and I'm going to make more money. Yeah, totally. But you didn't do that. No. Well, also because I don't have the, well, because I also don't have like the energy. So it's like if I plan to nourish myself and do all the material things to be able to give other projects that I am passionate about. You know, I think it's all in that planning and making sure I'm doing all the things for myself because then I will have more to give and I would maybe have taken the initiative because I had enough energy to be like, you know, I want to do this thing and I am alive enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the issue is just nurturing, nurturing well, myself. And it comes down to the schedule too. Yeah. Totally. You're all over the map. So you have to put yourself on a schedule with this Virgo energy. It's like, what's your schedule? I mean, I have a schedule. Well, I have Do one now. Do you follow it? Yeah. Well, I just started doing it like a couple of weeks ago. Well, now I have like Sundays is physical therapy. Mondays is body work. Tuesdays is regular work. No, but we need Wednesdays. it down to the minute. Okay, Scott. Okay. We need a mister. It's too hot. <laughs> it's like 95 degrees in here. It's nice and cool. This is very comfortable. That's Let's a- move on to Wednesday. You're a liar. Okay, so we've got three planets on Wednesday, August 24th. We've got Uranus, the primordial sky god, 
the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in Taurus. Uranus has just been sitting here at 18 degrees since July 7th. It's August 24th. Uranus is still at 18 degrees. It doesn't move back to 17 until October 12th, which is another six weeks from right now. That's seven weeks from right now. But today it starts moving back because today it begins its retrograde transit. So this is going to be a good time to like revisit what we value in the material, right? Well, see, I like when you're just so optimistic like that because it is a good time to revisit what you value and claim your financial independence and what you value, what makes what you value unique and different from everyone else. But I don't think it feels that good because this is part of the stagnation that so many people have been feeling. Like, I don't want to revisit it. (laughs) Whether it's stagnation of like, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm supposed to be doing, or I do know where I want to go and and I want to get there and I know how to get there, but nothing's moving. So I don't even know what to do now. But Uranus moved into its retrograde shadow on May 7th. It begins the retrograde today on August 24th. The retrograde ends on January 22nd and the retrograde shadow period ends on March 9th. So, there's going to be a revisiting here. <laughs> Look at your chart from from 18 back to 14 degrees. What is what is it 18 to 14 degrees in earth and water or fixed signs? That is going to tell you where your soul is being shaken to its core. And you're being called to to claim greater independence, embracing your individuality in these areas. So that's Uranus and Taurus beginning its retrograde today. Now happening at the same time is Venus, the planetary ruler of Taurus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, transiting through the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, Leo, forming a supportive trine, with Chiron in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. So this is hopefully giving you the self-confidence that you need to maybe ask your partner and say, I need this from you, or open your heart to your partner. What are you afraid to express to your partner whether it's a lover, a friend, or a business partner, that you need to express to that person. You're afraid, I I know I, I need to tell this person this thing, but I don't know how to tell them. Open your heart. Face your fears. Embrace your self-worth. And even though, I mean, we say this all the time, but it's like, that doesn't mean you're not going to feel scared the lion is about courage and also like when you actually do the thing that is scary, it's going to heal that wound to your self-confidence and then you're going to become more confident and it's going to become easier. So you kind of have to start at some point, you have to pick one of these days where it's, you know, maybe going to be easier. There's a trying happening. So it's not that you're going to not feel the discomfort, but you're going to feel that reward when you do it. You're going to feel like you're healing. 
And that's what the important part is, not to not have discomfort, but to actually grow from experiencing it, being like aware and experiencing the discomfort you actually can grow. And so you grew over the weekend? Me? Yeah, I yeah. did. Okay, I totally good. did. Okay, good. <laughs> so Thursday, August 25th. Okay, wait, I have to get a water. I'm, the branding is for Oh my this. God, this is amazing. <laughs> This is so sexy, like 1991. Right? Okay, we I love probably, it. We could probably show people. This is the, the label. It. Yeah. The amazing label they have. I love for, it. It takes me back to high school. Right? Like it's a ridiculous. strip club. Yeah. This, this is the reason why I'm depressed, everyone. Look at if you want. I think you're hating on it. <laughs> I think it's nice. It matches your nails. Look that- at those. It's perfect. It's actually perfect. Are you calling me 90s trash right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> 90s trash is yeah. nice. Okay. Has okay. value. Okay, I'll take it. And if That's anyone's... my Uranus. That's my Uranus and Taurus. That's my energy is I like 90s trash. Okay. Well, yeah. if anyone's wondering what we're looking at here, this hideous water bottle and my nails, you can go watch us now. If you're on Spotify, they have a video feature. You can see our beautiful faces or the links in, you know, wherever all the links live, you guys know. Uh, we have a YouTube channel now, so go check us out on YouTube. Follow us, subscribe. You can see all of our snacks, our gifts there, the sprays that I've been spraying because I'm having a meltdown of heat exhaustion and this, yeah, whatever's happening. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh and yeah, we didn't what? thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah, yes. How dare we? Okay, let's let's <laughs> do that right now. We we got we got so wrapped up in I don't know, like a long tangent of an intro, which was interesting to me. Hopefully you too. But yes, we got to thank our sponsors. Larry, Deborah, Ross, Grace, Haley, Libby, Clarissa, Janine, Amaranth, Vincent and Michelle, <laughs> Catherine, Brenna, Stephanie, Kimberly, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Amber, and Valerie. Thank you for sponsoring the Weekly Transit Astrology Podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, if my insanity and, you know, Scott's advice over here is helping you, you can go to any of the links. There's a support button. It's on the website. It's on the Instagram. It's in the show notes. You can donate a dollar, five dollars or ten dollars a month. And it would help us, you know, buy new computers, mic stands, all the little things we do. You know, obviously the snacks, very important. But yeah, we put a, we put a lot of energy into this, so we're trying to make it our full-time gig. So anything you send us is very much appreciated. Yes, thank you. And this also reminds me, too, to remind anyone who's listening on the other side of the earth, if you're in Australia, if you're in New Zealand, Singapore, and I'm about to talk about Thursday, August 26th, or Thursday, August 25th, that is more appropriate for your Friday, August 26th. So we are a day behind you. I hope that is clear to you. So Thursday, August 25th, we're looking at Venus again in Leo, forming a square, squaring off with the North Node in Taurus. So this again, it's that we had on Wednesday, it was like that courage to express your heart in your close personal relationships, facing your fear. And now it's that point where it's like, oh. uh, Did I say too much? Well, maybe my values don't 
align with yours yeah. and we want different things and now this is uncomfy. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have said what I what I what Scott told me to say something and now I feel bad for saying it and But but now that we know we're gonna feel, you know, possibly uncomfortable about it, that's just part of the thing that had to happen. We couldn't have held it in because that's not gonna be our true authentic selves. So it's like, fuck, sometimes you have to say the thing and then afterwards shit is going to change in your relationships. And that's just part of it. We still have to, we still have to put ourselves out there. Yes. But all, well, the other alignment, I think kind of somehow lifts it up a bit. Yes. Okay. So the other, the other planet that we're talking about today is Mercury, which moves into the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales Libra. And so, yes, the planet of communication moving into the sign of grace and fairness. So even though we're having this discussion about what's in my heart and how that conflicts with what you value we're, and what's in your heart and how that conflicts with what I value, we can have this conversation from a place of peace, from a frequency of peace where we're not screaming and yelling at each other, where we're being understanding of the other and allowing each other to both share their perspective. I mean, I think that's the best case scenario when things aren't maybe gelling, but you're able to actually talk about it and understand the other person. And although maybe that means, you know, things are going to change in some way and you're having some realizations, but the balance, the fairness, the, the listening to each other, can definitely lighten the load of of maybe that heavy experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so this is going to be a frequency that's going to continue from today, August 25th, until September 23rd, when Mercury will be retrograding back into Virgo, and then it will return to Libra once it moves direct again from October 10th to the 29th. So the last time Mercury was in Libra was August 29th to November 5th of 2021. That's an that's an extra long time because it was retrograde in Libra last year. So think back to those dates, August 29th to November 5th, for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. If you're somebody who was born with key astrological points or planets in Cancer or Capricorn, there could be challenges with communication during these dates, August 25th to September 23rd, or October 10th to the 29th. So be patient in communication, slow down, listen, and yeah, just take your time with things. Try not to rush, and if you feel frustrated, Pay attention don't. to the tension. Don't <laughs> what? Oh, I was just going to say don't. <laughs> don't feel frustrated. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to feel frustrated. <laughs> now, Friday, August 26th. Is a shitstorm. <laughs> no. Yes, so it's no. that breakup energy. We've got Venus in Leo squaring off with Uranus in Taurus. So all that conversation that's been happening since Wednesday, now it's like the unexpected happens in the relationship. It's like, wait, no, no, I'm done. 
I'm done. I've heard what you had to say. I don't want to be a part of this, and it's over. So uh, there could be that frequency. Then there's Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, which we haven't talked about this week, moving through the mutable air signs symbolized by the twins, Gemini, squaring off with the sun in Virgo. So this is double intense energy here with relationships, what's in your heart, what you value, uh, the communication could be extra hot uh, with Mars moving through Gemini. And then the sun in Virgo, you know, that critical nature. So people are th- seeing things very critically right now. They're seeing all the details, all the flaws. And it's coming up in a way that can create some serious conflict. And, and there needs to be some sort of shift in the relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to break up, but things can't go on the way that they've been going. Yeah, I'm seeing like the critical nature of Virgo connecting with the Gemini and Mars energy is like the the critiques are just like they're flowing. You're just picking whatever the thing is. You're picking it apart. And then the opposite energy is like you're opening your heart. So maybe you're feeling sensitive and exposed like the other person is feeling exposed maybe they you know either party shared something so you're you're extra sensitive when someone is now critiquing you Mm -hmm. and now it's the revolution of the material so it's like yeah shit is gonna change it's gonna be fucking weird yeah weird Mm -hmm. exactly it's also is it also the freak yeah okay yeah that's uranus the freak so be warned, Friday's Friday's <laughs> alarming. But that leads us into Saturday, August 27th, when we're looking at the new moon in Virgo. So this is a new start here. And of course, I got to mention my moon cycle classes. If you're interested in learning how this alignment and the full moon alignment coming up in Pisces is affecting you directly, specifically, Enroll in my moon, cla- moon enroll in my moon cycle classes at theweeklytransit.com. So the new moon in Virgo. Well, I feel like yesterday was kind of the culmination of all of this. It's the know. shit storm. Yeah. And now we're organizing the shit. Yeah, I mean sometimes it just has to happen just like I was saying Sunday like I fell apart. Monday I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling kind of cleansed and refreshed." In a different way, it's like you had to get all of those emotions out there, critique all of the things, have kind of some differences, some, you know, breaking up, whatever that means. doesn't necessarily mean a breakup, but a breaking of the old ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now you can set new intentions. You're like, we know this didn't work. It fell apart. So now today we are going to use that critic nature and also like the organized nature, the list making and put new concepts into effect write down all the things that we want to call in that are going to work for us that we do want so you broke the thing and now you're putting it back together in a better way Mm -hmm. so some of those the lists like i love the list the list is a big virgo thing but it's setting your intention to pay attention to what you're putting into your mind and how it's affecting your body what you're putting into your body and how it's affecting your mind. Setting your intention to get organized, to create a schedule that is supportive of your life, where you're giving yourself, like Ingrid, you say you're on a schedule. 
But did you schedule a time for you to eat? Today? Not today, oh. but I'm thinking about when you were oh. on the way to the club yeah. and you realized, oh, I haven't eaten. I need to stop at Trader Joe's because it wasn't on your schedule. You didn't schedule that in. I mean, sometimes there's not time. I mean, there's always time. There's not always time. There is. I mean, I guess if it's on the schedule. If it's on the schedule, there's time. And if, it, if there's no room on the schedule for food and sleep, then you need to f- figure well, out a new schedule. Well, it wasn't that I didn't eat. I ate, but I needed like extra food to pack for work. So that would be like fitting in a grocery time and then also like a meal. Exactly. Pre- not, meal prep time. So it's like you make your list of like, this is what I'm eating on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. These are my meals. This is what, these are the ingredients that I need. This is my time to go to the grocery store. I'm going to the grocery store on Monday. I'm going again on Thursday. I go twice a week. I get these ingredients for these meals. I have a menu. I have literally a menu. This It's called Ingrid's Cafe. And there's a whole list of like 30 different things that Ingrid likes to eat and make. And I go to the store and I get those ingredients. And I create it like a chef because a chef doesn't get, you know, an ingredient that's only used in one dish. It's got to be used in like five, six dishes. Otherwise, we're going to waste the thing. So if I'm going to buy a bunch of parsley, which comes in like a crazy amount, then I need parsley in a lot of different dishes. So I can't just be in one dish. So it's about getting your menu organized in terms of what you're eating, but also in terms of life. Why do I eat this on Thursday? Why do I eat this on Monday? Why do I eat this on Friday? I love that. Well, because I have, you know, strength training is one thing. It's like there needs to be a meal before and after. So Mm -hmm. like something really protein heavy, but... Right before I go to work, I want protein, but I also want it to be light because I don't want to be like overly full and trying to like dance on stage because that's like not good. Like light, healthy snacks that are like mm-hmm. nourishing while I'm there. Mm-hmm. So create your menu. I like that. I create was, your menu. I've been trying to, I guess I am in the midst of doing that where I'm like, I've been trying some stuff out. I brought like chocolate covered almonds. Uh, that was a fail because it's just so sweet. Like when I'm hungry, I do not want something sweet, but I thought it would be like a nice kind of treat in the middle, but... Yeah, I'm just trying some stuff out. So hopefully by this day, I will have, yeah, a handful of little routines I can kind of pick from. I don't have to make a new one every time. I'm like, oh, you know what I feel like? I'm going to do this little grouping of things that I already know works for me. Mm -hmm. Having the comfort it brings, already having like a repertoire of things to just grab from is very settling it's like oh i know i'm hungry this is the go-to restaurant for when i just need something cheap and fast and healthy this is the thing that i grab at the grocery store when i'm running late for work when i haven't bought something like i know i can grab a to-go thing to at least fulfill that it's yeah just but having you don't want to be in those situations where it's like i gotta run to the grocery store on the way to work that means that you haven't planned mm-hmm. and that's not virgo that's gemini Fucking Gemini over here fucking everything up. Yeah. (laughs) So you got a plan. So what's your plan moving forward? That's this new moon in Virgo. What is your plan moving forward? What is the schedule that you're creating for yourself? What is the menu that you're creating for yourself in your life, in your diet, so that work doesn't feel like you have to be doing it 24-7? You actually have time to do other things because you're working more efficiently. Mm -hmm. 
you're not in those places where you're panicked and you're like, oh my God, I didn't think to do that. I forgot to do that. Now I have to do that. And then you end up spending way more energy than you need to for whatever the thing is. Yeah. I had to, I literally had to drive out of my way just to go get, so you wasted time. Yeah. Cause I, I couldn't buy any other groceries because I was going to work. What am I going to do with those? So it was yeah. just like a one-time. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. this is about being efficient. Set like your that. intentions to be efficient. I really like that. And then by the time we get to the new moon in Libra, like you're ready to have a partner because your life is running like a well-oiled machine and you are attracting somebody whose life is also running like a well-oiled machine. And together, you can have an even more efficient partnership where you're supporting one another. So that's the frequency moving forward. And then it's Scorpio New Moon. Now we've merged. Now the energy feels very like we're, we're the power couple now, you know? Getting shit done. Yes. And then when it moves into Sagittarius... You can both be free because you're in that lockstep with each other. You already know you have that connection that's so deep that even when you're apart from one another, there's not that clingy neediness. So this is the flow of the planets. Now, Sunday, August 28th. Okay, it all comes around right now because now Venus, again, in Leo, opposing the planet we haven't talked about this week. Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority. Transiting through the fixed air signs symbolized by the water bearer and ruled by Saturn, Aquarius. So we had the breakup. Said it was over, is done. But then we put the pieces back together. We created an efficient plan to move together through life. And now we're ready to recommit to one another, to take responsibility for your part and to hold the other side accountable for their part. My best friend is getting married or she's engaged or whatever they're planning, but maybe a year before this, they've always had a very like stable relationship, but I guess she just wasn't getting certain needs met. And they had a big conversation. There was like a week. In that week, they broke up. They were like, we're going to break up. Like, it's not working. You know, she called me and it seemed like, it, you know, they have very good communication. So it didn't feel like chaotic, but they were like, it's not, it's not working out. And then the day after they decided it wasn't working out, they're going to have to figure out how to separate. Her partner was like, no, we're not. This is what we're going to work on. If I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do this thing. These are all the things that aren't working. This is how I'm going to fix it. We're going to make a plan. And if in six months the plan doesn't work, then we'll break up. But we need to like really give it a shot and we're going to work out all of our issues. We'll, we'll see if it's possible. Mm-hmm. And a year later, they're engaged in planning their wedding. And he, nice. stepped, he stepped up. They talked about all the things. And, you know, it's working. You, you, you do have to put in the work and you have to have those uncomfortable conversations. And even like the falling apart of their relationship and those difficult moments ended up being the best thing that ever happened to their relationship. Mm. It brought them so much closer. Yes. Amazing. It really kind of feels like just little steps of the week, how that can really happen in real life. Like 
falling apart isn't always the worst thing that can happen. Yes. And Sometimes. expressing yourself about all well, of these things. And, and that's what this Venus energy in Leo is about. What we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks is opening your heart. Opening your heart. Expressing what it is you want. And by doing that, now we get to that point where you have the commitment to have your heart supported. And you're willing to commit to support your partner's desires. And that's the week. Well, thank you, Scott. You're welcome. All right. Thank you for listening all. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.